What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Jay Spence the King with your man Vacation Joe Miller, the smooth, buttery voice Vacation Joe Miller with my What's man Sterling Furrow. Well, you, he's he's being a mixologist right now, so give Joe a moment here. <laughs> I don't went mute there. We got my man Sterling for the girls there with us, and then we What's got up? everybody's favorite legend from the '90s, Mr. John Fina himself. What is up, number seventy? What is up? Happy to be here, I think. Man, we're happy to have you, man. So we started the show a couple minutes early because the draft is going to start in like less than two minutes. So we wanted to get in here, kind of give you all some insight. We got Joe, we got Sterling, we got John. Some Obviously, everybody else is in the, in the draft room, but they're not going to join us here tonight. So uh, we're going to get going. I have the number two pick. I'll go ahead and read the um, the draft order real quick. We'll get Joe's thoughts on everything, and then Sterling real quick, and Fina, and then we're going to get right into it. So we got Brando going first. I got the second overall pick, so I feel like Jonathan Taylor is in my future. Uh, Jonathan has three. Mimi with the fourth pick. Allen Adventures, I think that's Colt. I'm guessing that's Colt. Uh, John Fina is number six. My man Cam is seven. Anthony Marino is eight. Hungry Hippos, that's you, right, Joe? What's up? You're the Hungry Hippo? I'm the Hungry Hippos. All right, you're drafting nine. Uh, my man Sturrows with the Trill Bills is drafting 10. Uh, 11, 11. Ah, my man Bryce is drafting 11 with the Blue Cheese Heads. He's a, he's a Green Bay Packers fan, but he, you know, he, he's down with Buffalo Rumlin. So, and then Buff's boss team, you know, you already know how Steve does it. We're going to get down. So let's get into it. We got 20 minutes or 20 seconds to get into it. Who do you think going number one? Hmm. It's got to be Jonathan Taylor or Josh Allen, right? I would think so. Yeah, I'm kind of in that. Uh, I'm in that boat too. I think Brando is absolutely going number. One. He's going Josh number one. So, uh, here we go. Let's see. So we're and Christian McCaffrey was first. Whoa! Ooh. Surprise! Surprise! Whoa. surprise. Wow! Jay Spencer King is on the clock, and now he is no longer on the clock. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan's team is drafting three overall. For those who don't know, I mean, if you couldn't tell by Joe's laugh there, I just took Josh Allen number two overall. It's over with. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you, I mean, there was no, I don't understand. Let's get into this. So while we're going through it and, you know, our picks are coming up here and there. The, to me, I feel like fantasy football is obviously about scoring the most points every single week. That, that's just how I see it. So the thing is, I understand that you have strategies and you have things and blah, blah, blah. If you have a player that is almost unanimous, unanimously considered to be the best fantasy player of the year who scores the most points, why would you not take him number one overall, regardless of the position? Oh, it's I agree. True. It's true. I, I agree. I agree. And it, a lot of the times it comes down to where you're drafting as well, right? So, I mean, if you're, if you're drafting top, middle, bottom like I am, if you're dra drafting at the back. So, um, second overall is high, generally speaking, for, for a normal fantasy draft. But in this instance, with only a half point, for reception, it's a, I think it's a wise pick taking Josh Allen first or second overall. Mr. John Fina with the Derrick Henry pick at number six. I like it. I like it. Why did you uh what what led you to Derrick Henry there, sir? Uh, you know what durability. Um, he's a, he's a gamer. I think that uh, even if they have a tough year, you know they're going to feed him. He get he just gets the ball. He makes things happen. 
And, uh, frankly, I suck at this game, so it doesn't matter much anyway how I go. But I, I like Derrick Henry. I've always liked him even when he was at Alabama. So now he's on my team. Yeah, see, I, I love him. He's on my uh, dynasty squad. I, I'm just a little concerned. Even having him on my dynasty team, I'm just a little concerned with uh, his overall health. Just, you know, is he going to come back from that injury from last year? Or is he, um, you know, is he going to be a shell of himself? That's that's a concern for me. But, but no, Derek, if you get if you get 80 percent of what he was last season, you're still going to be in good shape. I like it. I'll take 80 percent. That's what Joe Sterling. gives every time we do a show. So, I, <laughs> <laughs> dang, hey, he, he burned my guy right there. I just took uh, I just took Mar Chase, so uh, I'm pretty happy about that. Oh, actually, that's a good one. Yeah, I was I was, stu- I, I was stuck between Chase and Diggs, and I'm yeah, I'm a more believer in my quarterback than the other quarterback. So, I mean, if you guys want to go ahead and take all the Bills players, that'd be cool too. Yeah, I'm okay well, with y'all taking all the Bills. I only want Josh. After that, I don't like having Bills players on my squad. I talk about it every year. The expectation that you have from your guys when you also have them on fantasy oh. is, is just too much pressure. It's crippling. Yeah. For sure. Man, that's Saquon Barkley pick, man. That's that's uh who picked Saquon? Uh Bryce. Bryce picked Saquon Barkley with hey. the 11th pick. Hey, he uh he's with that offensive line. I mean, they're gonna have to give him the ball a hundred times a game, anyways, but is he going to stay healthy? Nope. <laughs> That's the problem. Right? That is the problem. If he if he can stay healthy, then by all means. But I just – I don't see it, man. I don't think that – um. listen, I like him. I want him to succeed. I want Brian Dayball to have the most success as possible, but I, I don't see it, man. Uh-oh, we're about to have our first auto – oh, no, it happened. Who do you take? Who just got taken? Who just Aaron got taken? Jones. Aaron Jones the fourth. Oh, man, I, I mean, I'll take – Devonte Adams. I mean, I mean, if I have to, I'll, I'll definitely do that. So with, at the 15 overall pick, Sterling takes Devonte Adams. So you're not concerned at all about um, the the drop off from Aaron Rodgers to Carr? Nope, nope. Because my my lineup is going to be so loaded. You know, it's just going to be like next man up, bro. That's yeah. how that's how that's how nice <laughs> it's going to be tonight. No, I respect it. I feel like when I look at that, a lot of times I look at it where it's like, you know. It, when you go to a team like that and you got to spread the ball, he's going to eat, but you still, you got, you got Hunter there. You got a good running back with, with Josh Jacobs. And then you're talking about Darren Waller, who I think is a top four tight end in the league. So when you're talking about having, you know, multiple guys that need the ball like that, you're almost looking at an offense like the bills potentially, but Carr is going to be that one. He has to, he has to step up. Yeah. There's a, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of players in a lot of places that are, former sure things Alvin Kamara right and then there's a lot of guys that are like could they possibly be sure things DeAndre Swift who I just took who had a good year last, oh, last year I was, I, I that's was a sleeper definitely. that's a sleeper pick for sure <laughs> I was considering that I was oh couldn't decide I love DeAndre Swift yeah Alvin Kamara's so off the board mm-hmm. yeah Kamara just went but it's it's interesting because Swift was injured last year a little bit and it seems like he's got the world in front of him but he's on the Lions so right mm-hmm and that's what it comes down to. It's like every good player for the last four decades who goes to the Lions, you just like, oh, it's great to watch him. Start. I mean, you can go back to Barry Sanders, watch him right, Barry. Right, right. You know. Um, yep, yep. Let's see here. Uh, Jonathan took Debo. That was my. That was where I was going. <laughs> uh, and you okay. know what? It's like uh, it's. I think it's a little bit different too when you're in a league full of Bills fans. 
you know, I think I think one of the underrated things to look at is that positional value. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because we, we're automatically, we're biased. We're going to place a, a higher value on Bill's players, right? But, I mean, I just got Jamar Chase and Devontae Adams in the first two rounds. And that's, I mean, when you talk about value and target share, I mean, them dudes are going to eat all day long. Yep. Yeah, but, I, I mean, I, so I feel a little bit insulted because I took, I mean, it was my choice was between Jamar Chase and Stephon Diggs. And I don't think you're going wrong with either of those guys. So it just gives me a little bit of extra to root for, but I got, I got Diggs and I got Swift. So I, and you and I are right next to each other. I don't think I did bad target wise. Swift is going to be the, the boss in that offense, don't you think? Oh no, and I wasn't trying to single you out. Um, I think Swift is a is a good pick. Um, Get him, just, Joe. Get him, Joe. He was singling <laughs> you out, bro. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, that's all love, man. Not, I ain't trying to single you out, but I think you do have to be cognizant of you know how good are the lines going to be this year. I don't think they're going to be sure. that good. And they're going to be behind blatant games, right? So, which means they're going to be throwing the ball to Jamison Williams and these other guys. And so, I don't know, you know, is is Swift going to be, you know, extremely dynamic out of the backfield, getting uh, touches? I don't know. He, he, he was last year. I mean, he was yeah. The, I don't know the, the the screen guy, if you will. Yeah. But no, it's it, it's def, it's definitely tough. Just as far as 12, 12 team leagues, first and foremost are challenging, right? So, sure. shit, Mark Andrews just went. That sucks. Oh, well. So and the that. King's Guard is up. Bum, King's bum, Guard is up. <laughs> Let's see. Where do I want to go? I'm going to go with playoff Lenny. Get that running Dude, game going. Leonard, Leonard Fournette, in every draft that I've been in, has got this, like, extreme value placed on him. And I'm like, people, do we not realize that that's still Leonard Fournette? <laughs> like, Nick Chubb just went after Leonard Fournette. Like I don't understand what is the where what are we seeing in Leonard Fournette? I'm just asking because I don't know. Like, isn't he still um, like a three point seven guy? What do you mean? Like yards per carry? Doesn't he average like three point seven or three point nine yards per carry or something like that? That was the yeah. the, the, the rub on him last year, right? Uh, yeah, then, maybe. I guess and the thing with him is, you know, he does he is a, a threat out of the backfield too, right, and right. Uh, Brady's gonna feed him the ball. So true. I mean, I think it's a it's a it's a solid. I don't know if I, I mean I wouldn't pick him in round two, or where did he go? Round three? Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went three. Yeah. yeah three. So I mean, I, I'm not that high on him, but um, I see, think, I'm high. Yeah. On, I picked him, so I'm high on him because of a couple of reasons. One, um, when you when you look at the roster and you look at how it's composed this year, and you look at the injuries that are there, they brought in an older guy like Julio, so I feel like the passing attack is going to hurt a little bit. I think they're going to end up like they're going to have to figure it out at least early. Yeah, you know, they're going to be running the ball a lot. So um, it's hit or miss, obviously, every year. But I, I, I feel very confident going with a guy like Leonard Fournette. I have no issues. Well, it's my turn to draft. So uh, this is a Real tough bill. one. True bills. True bills. True bills. Uh, <laughs> T. Higgins, but I already got Jamar Chase. I, you know, I don't right. feel like I need to. Keenan mm-hmm. Allen, uh, Zeke Elliott, man, I'm not touching him. Eli Mitchell, uh, I could pass on that. Oh, man, this is tough. And I got 30 seconds left. Got 30 <laughs> seconds left. Yikes. Eli Mitchell would be a reach, I feel like. It'll be a tough one. Right. 
Right. Well, while, while Sterling is wrecking his brain here, Joe, let's talk a little bit about what, you know, Buffalo, obviously everything that's been happening, the league is real now. I know we're doing fantasy tonight, but the league is real. Um, any, any surprise cuts, any surprise? Um, oh, my man, Colt is in the building. What's up, Colt? My bad. Colt, can you hear me? Oh, crap. I can't hear you. I'm going to get right. that out. <laughs> Technical difficulties. <laughs> we'll get him back in here when he gets, when he gets himself. Surprise, surprise cuts to me. No, I don't think there were any surprise cuts for the Bills. I mean, obviously, O.G. Howard was a surprise, but anybody that was watching camp yeah, and all that kind of stuff, I mean, there was, there was a great deal of, like, is, is this guy really, like, a former first-round draft pick? Like, did we really pay $3 million, $3.1 million for this guy? There was a great deal of, like, not seeing what what, what the talent was. So, obviously, the speculation was was huge as far as O.J. Howard, I think it's more surprising that Hodgins and Blackshear both made it back to the, to the practice squad. To me, that's the surprise of this, of this preseason. Why does, that, why does that surprise you? Just when you look at – I mean, Blackshear clearly – Fina talked about it last night – or uh, Monday night on the, uh, the off-tackle show, just about Blackshear's vision, his decision-making, setting up his blocks, getting the outside, speed of the outside it was there. And then Hodgins – I mean, you can, we can all name, what, four teams, five teams – that need a, a wide receiver right now, the Patriots, the Texans, right? I mean, there's there's a, there's a lot of teams that need wide receivers that, that that Hodgins could have gone to the Giants and helped probably right away. So just a surprise to me. Yeah, I, I think with Hodgins, though, I, I just think, you know, this is his third year in the league, and I, I think you need to see more um, you know, in terms of get off the line, release package, separation. I mean, I think you put a good preseason together. But, you know, it, it, I think he, he would have to fit a specific scheme. I don't think he's a guy that just you can go get and then have him fit whatever scheme that you're trying to employ. So, I mean, good for the Bills that he's back on the practice squad. Maybe he can develop more, and we, I, we'll see what he could do. So, Hodgins is a misnomer, right? And I agree and disagree. He's a third-year player. He's going into his third year, but he, he was on IR his first year. He was shut down for the whole year, his rookie season. So, he was not with the team. He was not practicing with the team. He wasn't rehabbing with the team. He wasn't doing anything. He had the, he had mini camps and and stuff like that. And then when preseason happened, they shut him down to get his sh- shoulder surgery. So he's basically he's entering his second season. Hmm. Yeah, but he's not. And why didn't anybody else pick him up? That's, that's, that's my question. thing. You see what I'm why saying? Did se- why, these, why, did these... seven, why did seven Jets players get picked up? Are they better than the Bills guys? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's 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 fit. It's val. It's I think it's it's fit. How do they fit in the scheme that we're trying to run? And, and so I don't think yeah you know, I don't think he's that much of a nuanced player at this point in his career where he's like oh he's a definite upgrade over this person or or he does this one thing really well. I have I mean I haven't seen it. Um, but I mean he you catches, talk he you, catches you he catches really him. well. You he talk to really him. well. So yeah. I mean, what does he tell you? Well, I, I've been staying out of his business the last couple of days for obvious reasons, right? So, sorry, I'm trying to set myself up with a light so you all can see me. It's getting dark over here. Um, I've been staying out of his business. I've been just trying to steer clear and just effectively, you know, wishing him the best and telling him I've been praying for him and stuff like that. So, yeah. for, all, for all intents and purposes, I've been, I've been, I've been letting him and his his family do what him and his family need to be doing right about yeah, now, right? For sure, figuring out what they're going to do with the rest of their lives. So. Space. I've been giving him space, I guess, is the, the way that you would put that. 
so what about Blackshear? That was everybody's favorite pick. I feel like it was everybody. Colt, can you, are you with us now? Can you hear and talk I'm and everything? Present and accounted for. Yes. Let's get it. So let me ask you, man, how do you feel about um, the Blackshear cut and then re-signing back to the practice squad? Did you think he would make it back to us? How did you feel that would go? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the writing was kind of on the wall. I think you, you love the idea, right? You, you always are hoping that we're going to find that splash guy, you know. And But when you're drafting running backs year after year, it's going to be hard. But I think that you, you're you able to keep him around. And kind of the same reason that, like, maybe Hodgins, you know, he's not being picked up by other teams is there's so many guys available, right? It's just right. so – there's so many guys out there, right? I mean, you're talking about running backs for a dime a dozen. Um, so if a guy really hasn't been in your camp, you really have to be sold on them to bring them in at this point. Right. Because mm-hmm. the, like the bills, you know, you've had them for the past, you know, month and a half, two months where you've been giving them everything you got. So I, I think there's a lot of teams that look at it like that and just, there's no reason to go after it because they have that same guy on their roster. Yeah. High quality player, but you've got three really good running backs in front of them in my opinion right now. Right. I don't, I don't think there's like, he didn't do enough to t- overtake Singletary He's not going to overtake Cook, you know, just because of the draft status and everything. He'd have to do something phenomenal to make that happen. And Moss, to me, I I know a lot of people aren't massive fans, but I feel like this is the year of the Moss, and you're going to see exactly what he was here to brought in here to do. And uh, I think that that's part of the reason as well. I like I like that, Colt. Um, But I I, can I say this though? I I feel like as Bills fans, we get we're so used to because we've been bad for so long. We're so used to looking at these guys who are fringe roster players and putting so much more value on what they actually are, right? Yeah, I hear and, that. And, and we're a loyal fan base. And so we it's like I feel like I find myself doing it where I automatically gravitate to some of these guys and I have to go, wait, 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 wait. I look I watched the film before they were a Buffalo Bill, and I'm like, hmm. They, I mean, it just sometimes it just doesn't add up. So Blackshear. Although, you know, I, I, I love what he was able to do, but he's doing against third stringers. Um, I, maybe he could develop. Fred Jackson was a guy that was, uh, you know, not sought after, overlooked, and, and look at what he did. So we got examples like that where we see guys come in and have a great career. That's just not the norm. That's just not norm. You get a fourth-round pick or fifth-round pick in Kyle Williams, that's not the norm to have the career that he had. So, I, I mean, I hope he does well, but – yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. I think that is 100% of where we are, right? As Bill's Mafia, we just have to understand that we don't do the fringe anymore, yeah. right? Like, we're, we've got such a stacked roster that the fringe is, it's realistically, it's second string is our fringe right. now, right? You know, that's kind of the way it is. So, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that, that at all. Like, if this is 2015, Bills, Isaiah Hodgins is starting. He's probably wide receiver He's, one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Facts, you know what I'm saying? So – um, this is a tough roster to crack. So, I mean, but you know, you look at it from a player development phase and what great blessing it is to be around all these good players and this system oh, yeah. and stuff like that. I mean, you can't beat that, man. That's just dope. All the, all the levels. Yeah. I mean, I think that speaks to why guys come back. I mean, you get to hang out with Stefan Diggs every day of the week and learn from him. I think you're yeah. going to, you're going to choose that over maybe even potentially just getting into a team at this point because you haven't had their playbook there's got other guys there that have had the playbook that already have the advantage on you, you know, so right. you got to go in there ready, like with the idea that you're going to kill it either that, or I think you stay and do kind of what, you know, we saw with Hodgins, you stick around, you know, if you can. Speaking of, speaking of killing it with the 57th pick, Joe Miller's hungry hippos drafts Aaron Rodgers. 
Yeah, you know, I'm I'm pretty upset with Fina's daughter right off the bat. Um, she took my player right in front of like right in front of me. That was the only thing I had highlighted. So I looked back up and I was like, oh no, now what? I wasn't prepared. Who, who was that? Did she took Eckler? Man, I just I'm a big Eckler uh, yeah, fan. Yeah, he he's realistically I think he's probably the best running back in the field. I mean, I would take JT and then him. I I, I think he's phenomenal this season. But yeah, no, no, that's that's fair. Hopefully, we get um, some Singletary. A little Eckler-esque. Yeah, I, I think Singletary looks healthy this year. If we give him room to run, I think he, he's going to blow up. I hope so, man. I really hope so. Cammy Poo 2915 in the comments wants to know, if somebody picks up O.J. Howard, do we still have to pay him, or does our cap number go away? So we don't he's have been, to he, pay him. No, He's don't. been picked up, right? Yeah, by the Bengals. The Bengals picked him yeah. up. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you what I'm not doing is drafting Matthew Stafford. I ain't doing it. I like Matthew Stafford, but I can't I can't have that that the weight of game the first game, the opener on my mind with this dude at quarterback from my team. I, I can't do that to, yeah. to y'all. I can't do that to Buffalo Rumblings, to my conscience. <laughs> hey, we had a we, we finally filled our punter position as well. So Sam Martin oh, yeah. signed today. Yeah. Um I personally love it. I think this is a phenomenal pick up for the bills obviously um before we knew of any of the craziness that happened you know matt ariza was somebody that all bills fans was loving it like we loved mm-hmm. it but he's gone we can't get him i think to fall into a sam martin like this you know i, I it's like come on <laughs> like can the bills pray for better like what the heck yeah so, so i was yeah. having a side conversation with somebody in a chat today on Twitter and it was, there was, there was a, a certain Twitter web Twitter site that had talked about the bills trying to go cheap. They were trying to go, they were trying to lowball any punter, punter that they could. And then there was the conversation of Martin, Martin being in the, you know, in Buffalo. And they were asking me, you know, what my thoughts were, you know, are the bills going to do it? And I was like, I hope that a team that has like Super Bowl aspirations is ready to spend Super Bowl money on any position that is going to help mm-hmm. them get better. And punter is one of those positions clearly and i have no shame sterling furrow in taking dawson knox right now oh man i was gonna take him not anymore thank you i mean you you, honestly you you really can't go wrong this year with taking um anybody with the bills offense this year you know what i mean like you take somebody it it was him or goder right (laughs) it's like uh (laughs) well or commit cole commit who everybody's raving about right now so He's going to have a big year. I mean, he's probably one of the only realistic weapons that they have out there in Chicago. You know, I, I think he's going to have a great year. Well, yeah. and I I think that he's a, he's a great outlet for Justin Fields. And if he's available next, I'm taking him because uh, he's the son of uh, Frankie Komet, who got drafted in the fourth round by the Buffalo Bills in 1992, the same year oh. I got drafted. Nice. So Frank Komet. Came to Buffalo, but he was coming off a broken leg, and uh, he never made the team, but uh, certainly a really cool dude. So I get to have his son. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. How many picks do we have? I don't even know. Like, I got to start thinking, like, down the line. No idea. doesn't tell me picks remaining, does it? It's eighteen total, John. Eighteen total. You're 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 done when we say you're done, Fina. I gotta go pick up the Italian. You're at round seven. <laughs> and I think Sarah might be correct. I think we do pay. I think we paid uh, OJ Howard. 
because he got released so it was was guaranteed money so he's got he got paid oh yeah when it's a guaranteed contract it's it's guaranteed yeah Yeah, he's he's dead money yeah we're paying him to play somewhere else yeah which speaks to speaks a lot to what and and i don't for them i don't really get it because i think hayden hurst is uh, more than capable of being a good tight end especially in that in that team and in that role so I, i don't that's a tough i don't i don't see the fit for him there Oh man, forty some seconds. What do we do? I think so, the uh, you about to ask a question about Sam Martin. Well, I, I was um, you know, I, we didn't really talk, so <laughs> let's get to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, I just I think it, I like it, man. Uh, I know he played seven years with the Lions, two with the Broncos. Uh, and you know, 46 yards per punt. I mean, that's impressive, man. Um, he's putting in this uh Denver air dog, you know, he's gonna get a little bit more hang time. I but wonder the away if wasn't far. No, I looked it up, the split wasn't that different, it wasn't that, but it had to be yeah. somewhat different because no, it was like a yard. I'll look it up real quick because it was, um, I actually talked to somebody about it on my. I posted about him okay. the other day, and somebody had the same excuse. And I'm like, "Yo, he played nine games outside of Denver, and they looked it up. It was literally like a yard, like 1.2 yards." It's that's good because uh, he's a guy that typically, I mean, he's he's money inside the 20. Last year, he had uh, 28 punts inside the 20 yard line. So I'll take it. We only punted 52 times all year last year, so let, let's hope that number even goes lower. Uh, so, I agree actually, with uh, Joe's sentiment sorry, there, though. I'm sorry, real quick, uh, real quick. Yeah. I, I, put, I got it already. So away, it was 43.2. At mm-hmm. home, it was 42.6. So it's a okay. it's 0.6 yard difference. We'll take so it. Go ahead, Colt. I'm sorry for cutting you off there, man. Yeah, I just I think that it's exactly what we were trying to do. I think this move just it's awesome in regards that we're going to get a, a Pro Bowl quality punter late, but it's not the plan, right? We were trying to do this on the cheap. They were expecting four years of paying special teams like little to no money. You know, that was I think that was the overall goal. And this hopefully will we haven't seen how much he's going to be paid yet, but he left Denver because of money. Right. So I, I got to feel like it's well, going to be a decent amount. Well, his contract, I think it was like two point three or two point four million or something like that. He he wasn't looking for more. They just didn't want to pay him that much. So I don't I still don't think that um, I don't think he's going to come in here and he's not looking for a five million dollar deal. I think he you know, if you're smart at this point, any player. You have you absolutely have right in front of you the best opportunity possibly, you know, and maybe two, three other teams in the league that you can look at like this. But as a player, it's like, wait, OK, this is my chance. Let me okay. let me. Golden take ticket. It. Yeah. Does so he stick around for a few years then? You guys think? I mean, he's 32. He could probably I mean, stick around three years or so, maybe. If you're smart, I think you attach yourself to, to Josh Allen for as long as possible, you know. I don't care what position I play. If I'm the backup kicker and the Bills tell me. Eight seconds, Sterling. Oh, hey, hey, hey. (laughs) I got this, Joe. Well, I got your back, brother. I love you too much. I appreciate it. Yo, and you know what, Sterling? That was a good pick to me. Like, Amari Cooper, I understand that Deshaun Watson suspended for the the majority of the season. But, um, A, he's still going to be the main target. And then when Deshaun comes back, if you stash him, when Deshaun comes back, he can basically help you. Like, he'll help you win the playoffs. Yep. That was that great was the pick. whole reason behind that. Yeah, great pick. Great pick. Let's uh let's let's get back to the draft a little bit. Let's kind of look at how some of the teams are are um 
Foreman here. We got Mimi. We just talked about Mimi's team. So, hey, she's looking good. She has a great defense. She has the Buffalo Bills defense, the first to take a defense off the board. Her quarterback is Jalen Hurts. Allen Robinson, the, the second. She took the Bills She took the Bills defense. Yep. Damn it. So, Jalen Hurts for quarterback. Allen Robinson, second for wide receiver. Jerry Judy. Austin Eckler. Najee Harris. Kyle Pitts. She doesn't have a flex yet, but she has Buffalo at defense and doesn't have a kicker. That's a heck of a team. What the hell is a flex? <laughs> flex oh, it could be a wide receiver, a running back, or a tight end. It's just one of your two non-starting run, running backs or non-starting. Uh, just draft uh, extra guys, guys, John. Just draft, yeah, extra, just draft guys. extra extra skill players. We know how yeah. much you love the skill players. You just can't put a quarterback there. Right. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> let's nice. see. Sterles, what's yeah. your team looking like? Go ahead and read off your roster to us. Um, I'm drafting. He's, so he's on the clock. Oh, <laughs> you're done. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I don't pick, I'm screwed. But I just went with Tony Pollard. Um, nice. Yeah, pick, I think I think a solid pick. So right now, <laughs> how, do you, how do you really feel, Colt? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> so right now, I got uh, Kyler, Too Short, Murray, uh, rocking the quarterback, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, Eli Mitchell, Cam Akers as running back two. I don't have a tight end. Got Cortland Sutton as my flex, Amari Cooper, and Tony Pollard. Nice. Very nice. Are you comfortable with your team? I like it, man. I like it. Picking for picking tenth. This is it's, I'm I'm in this. I'm in this thing. <laughs> I'm in this. It's so hard, like doing this and then looking at the the draft here. I'm like, it takes me like the whole minute to to pick my player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little different this year, man. Yeah, it's amazing to me how thin tight end is. It's amazing mm-hmm. to me how thin running back is. Um, I mean, even now, you know, wide receivers, we're, we're at pick 95. Hunter Renfro, who got 100 targets last year, is still on the board. You know what I mean? Chris Godwin, still on the board. It's just hard to believe how thin. And if you look at the running backs, there's nobody. It, it, you're just like, all right, who's this crapshoot guy <laughs> this weekend that I'm going to play? So, yeah. Randall just took my guy, man. I wanted, I wanted Alan Lazar. It's all good, Brando. Good pick there, boss. All right, so what do I want to do then? Isn't that the thing with running back, though? I find myself getting into these drafts, and I always think the same thing. Like, eh, running, who's running back? Running, But there's always somebody that comes up, you know. Always. Always. Well, the big, the big fantasy secret is when a big dog, so a Dalvin Cook or somebody like that, goes down. Mm-hmm. Whoever their whoever their backup is that next week, you play them because there's no film on that guy, and defenses don't know how to scheme him. And normally he has a huge game, and then the week after that is when he falls off. So it's mm. it's it's hit or miss. But there's a there's a a level of like dartboard strategy to it for sure. But yeah. But at this point in time, I mean, when you look at, I mean, who do you trust, Miles Sanders at this point? I don't. Right. Trying to right. call yeah. out who I'm about to pick? Is that what this is all? Is this what happened right now? <laughs> you can take him. Well, I think he's number one on the board right now, so there isn't much science going into that one. <laughs> yeah, this is this is sketchy territory in here right now. Right. This, rough, this is this is the. Oh, we have the... fifteen rounds. Is that what we're doing? Is fifteen? I believe so. Yep. Yeah. Eight of fifteen. Okay. So I should probably uh, make a move here. Kind let me move. let me ask you guys this about about the bit. Let's get back a little bit talking about um, our team and kind of how this direction is going. So obviously we got our punter. We just talked about that. 
Um, what about this defensive line, man? I, I feel like a lot of the mock drafts that I saw, or not drafts, the mock 53-man rosters, I, I saw Shaq Lawson not being included. Um, we saw, you know, like just it, it's weird. So how do you all feel about we can start with uh, Joe and then Cole, you know, we'll go around like that. So, Joe, how do I you just, feel about I just, just going to your guys' uh, roster prediction on Monday, how about Joe, Joe Giles Harris, who you guys had making the team, and Balen Spector getting bounced, and it actually was the flip. Balen Spector made the team. Mm-hmm. And Joe Giles Harris ended up getting cut and being brought back to the practice squad. To me, that was a surprise. Yeah. Sorry, I'm drafting. I apologize. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> no one's listening anyway, Joe. Do it quicker. Wow. Wow. That's my friend. That's my good friend, John Fina, right there. By the way, can, we, can I just can I just say that I'm in the middle of this this group on the screen? And I love all like four of you guys. Like you guys are some of my best friends. And I can't wait to meet that dude week of the yeah. opener. I'm getting that excited. Right there. Yep. It's coming up. So can we talk about how I just took Pickens? <laughs> Y'all want to talk about that? <laughs> George he Pickens. Play? He's oh, wide receiver too. Of course he's going to play. I was thinking Pickett. I was thinking <laughs> the quarterback for the for the Steelers. My bad. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, Lord. I'm liking he my can't help you. He, he can't help you now, John. <laughs> I'm liking how mine is turning out. I got Josh Allen, Tariq Hill, boo, but he's going to give me points. Michael Thomas, <laughs> Leonard Fournette, David Montgomery, Darren Waller. I got Ramondre Stevenson and uh, Justin Tucker. And then I got D-Hop Dude, on the bench. He has a six. I had, I had so much hope for Ramondre Stevenson last year. I thought for sure that dude was just going to go nuts in that Patriots offense. Dude put the ball on the ground, what, twice, and then freaking Belichick set him on the pine. And he never recovered. It was almost like his confidence just took a hit. He ate against the Bills. Yeah, that was about the only game in preseason. <laughs> Man, Robert Woods with mm-hmm. the 110th pick. That's crazy. Hey, John, how do you feel about um, the way that offensive line – so, you know, the guys who made the team, you know, like Monday we did our – you know, we did the whole thing. We went through everybody. Uh, it was some s- surprises to me. Not on the offensive line. You don't think so? Because you personally had a, a, a particular center on there that didn't make it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's hard. I, I, I'm not there at camp. Can't really evaluate. But, you know, to me, sometimes it's almost like a, a coin flip. I looked at like, all right, if you take Bates and you have to put him at center, then who goes to guard? And, you know, there's talk, well, maybe Spencer Brown goes to guard or it's Saffold and um, who's the other guy? Um, DeRoten or Van Roten. Mm-hmm. So I just didn't see enough on Van Roten. So it kind of was in a flip a coin category, but felt like um, – you know, to me, more than anything else, the first five you put out there, you, you want to get 10 healthy games out of them. You know, right. that's the thing. You don't want to go week two and then somebody's out and then you're working on different kind of communication skills. And it's beyond that, too. It's the feel for the guy that you're playing next to. I mean, there's there's a lot to that. You just know how they're going to move through a play and where you fit next to them. So, well, it's my turn, so let's see. <laughs> so, real, 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 real quick, if I can get to come up here. Uh-oh, I can't pull up. Oh, wrong place. So, mm. uh, Spence, can you pull up the comment from uh, Camipoo2915? 
Oh. You see it, Spencer? No. There it is. Yeah. So Sam, Sam the punter this year, basically, and draft another one next year. Can we all just agree that we should never draft a punter again? Like if, if literally we cut our we cut our drafted punter at, at, at the like the eleventh hour and then we luck into Sam Martin, doesn't it just prove that like there's no point in drafting a punter ever? Let's never draft a punter again. Can we just all agree? Um, I don't know yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not against that next necessarily. I mean, there's only 32 jobs available, right? And there's obviously more punters than that. So, I yeah, think you, I think you can sit around and wait almost. I think there's enough guys on the street. Yeah, I mean, and we saw that this time around. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of close competitions around the league this year, so there there was going to be some some guys available either way. I think you can almost wait. It's awesome if you can maybe seventh round like we were, we were doing, right? Like if you can hit it, you can hit it. That's cool and all. But I think you could also just go pick up a new guy almost every year for like 1.5 and he could do you justice if your team is good. Right. I, I, I'll never get over. We talked about it a little bit, Spence and I have, just about the Bohorkas situation. And the funny thing is, is I've been roped with this, like you're a fan of punters and Corey Bohorkas. Again, I lost a bet. That's the only reason I ever bought that jersey. It's because I lost a bet. But just the whole way that Colton Schmidt situation went down. Like, Bohorquez, who – did he even punt in preseason? He didn't punt in preseason, right? The Patriots cut so. him. Mm-mm. The Patriots yeah. cut him. The Bills released Colton Schmidt, who was serviceable and good. Signed Bohorquez. And Bohorquez was I, – I, I mean, he wasn't great. <laughs> we just all agree that Bohorquez was not a good punter and he was a worse holder. It just – yeah, there's – there's a whole lot about this stuff that's strange to me. So, I feel you. I mean, I don't know about just not ever drafting a punter again. I mean, there's some there's guys out there that are really, really good, man. And if you can get a guy like us, Ron Stonehouse, and I mean, that's some what dudes. Sterl, you're out there in the West-ish, kind of, and so are you, Fiend and Spence. What is up with Marquette King? Why? Marquette King is basically – blowing rose petals at the buffalo bills like i'll pay i've got i got miles i got points like i'll fly myself to your to buffalo put me on a team i want to win a ring why will nobody sign this guy he left the league wanting more money as like the best punter in the nfl he's been blackballed but why people don't like his attitude on on the field yeah you got extra for for a punter yeah. He's too loud for a punter. He got swag, and he's yeah, he's, he's not different, teeny. man. He, he's not and he's teeny. not quiet. Yeah, he's, he's not quiet. He's gonna ruffle some feathers, not necessarily in a bad way, but he's just he has energy, you know, and it's different. You don't see that from from a punter position. But yeah, I, I think honestly, I, it doesn't sound nice to say, and it's not easy to say, especially live on air like this. But I really think that that's what it is. He was blackballed, and. It sucks wow. that the, it's still happening in the NFL like this to talented guys. The guy is still a very talented kicker, period, punter, kicker, right. whatever right. you call him. Right. That's just crazy so, to me. It's hard to believe. Yep. Nope, I'm with you. It's getting down in the nitty-gritty now. Yeah, it's getting Already? down there, man. I see uh, Sammy Watkins is still available. He's, Ain't he's nobody touching with, that. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, he's, he's out looking- there with Aaron Rodgers, though. He's looking. He's looking the looking for the edge of the flat earth. You didn't see his sweet promo pick, Sterling. <laughs> looking for, I mean, looking he for looks aliens. good. He looks good <laughs> in that promo pick. I'm sure he does. He looks good. 
I'm cool. Dude, did you <laughs> did you all really let me get Mike Mike Isicki at pick 128? Come on. Yes. Hey, everything that's coming out of campus, he's even saying he's not even part of the offense. Yeah, you can have him. He will be. You've seen you've seen two a throw. Joe, that's Joe likes to believe the best in everybody, even like when they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> Dang! Oof! Yeah, little Lord. I thought he had more shots. I thought he had some more drinks. He's gonna come back at me. He ain't say nothing. What's up, Joe? I'm just, my, my man just I'm smiled. Just, yeah, he just took it in. <laughs> I think he wrote it. He'll he wrote it down. It's marked down for. He's next like, week. oh, yeah, got him. Okay. Mental note. He had got him back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but good. you got to think about it with Tua. I mean, I'm I'm not a Tua believer, and. Like Justin Fields doesn't have a lot of weapons. That makes Cole Komet a good target, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Right? And same thing with uh, – but in a different thought pattern, I don't have a lot of confidence in Tua throwing the ball downfield. So I think you got to kind of keep your eye out for the tight end. You know, I mean, that that's going to be his safety net. Now it could be wrong. Maybe Tua is going to be everything – Every Dolphin fan <laughs> thinks he's going to be. Sorry, it's hard to say without laughing. But. <laughs> well, and to agree with that is that Tua has a superstar wide receiver he's supposed to throw the ball to this year, and like somebody like Fields doesn't have that. He's got Mooney, who could potentially be a superstar, but he doesn't have that same value. Gusecki, he's going to be – he might catch balls that Tua underthrows to Hill. Who is the Cleveland quarterback? Bursette. Uh, Kobe, Jacoby yeah, uh, Brissett. Yeah, Kobe Brissett. Yeah, that might mean uh, I should take Njoku. I was gonna grab him last time through, but he's got the same bye week as my other guy, so I had to let him go through. Yep, That's but he nice. falls into he falls into that same line of thinking. I agree with you. You though, pay you pay attention to the bye weeks. If I when my has <laughs> I been supposed to have been doing that? There's well, so many you, guys available, it doesn't necessarily matter. But Well, now yeah. I'm going to look. I don't even remember what tight end I picked. That's how good I am at this crap. <laughs> I picked Cole Komet. I just said it out loud, for God's sakes. All right, I'm taking Njoku mostly because I think he has a cool name. Hey, let me ask you guys this. high-quality um, player. Yeah, I'm just playing. Let me ask you guys this, because I, I asked stats this last night on the Code of Conduct. Um, are there any teams coming out of the NFC that you think could, like, I, different than the usual suspects. So no Tampa Bay, no, obviously the Rams won last year. Are there any teams that you think can be a surprise pick this year for the Super Bowl? I would, I would say don't put your money on Tampa Bay. Their offensive line is a shambles Yeah, at this point. Um, but, yeah, so I don't, I'll let somebody else go as far as a surprise yeah. pick. I'd say look for the Saints, man. Uh, I think we sleep on Jameis too much, and I think they got some good weapons. Their defense is solid. Um, they're kind of, they're kind of, you know, people aren't very, really paying attention to them. They picked up Crystal Olave in the draft. I, I think they're going to be really good, man. I, I think if, if I had to pick a sleeper surprise team, I would pick the Saints out of the NFC. Hmm. See, that's where I'm going. That's really where I, I said that last night on a broadcast. I said, I think the Saints are improved. I think last year when you watched Jameis prior to his injury, he was one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Like his touchdown interception ratio was very impressive um he had he had the saints offense rolling so i'm looking forward to seeing it i think they still have a good defense so i'm, I'm looking forward to watching that team you gotta you think, think at Col- some point oh, oh sorry my bad joe no go ahead my bad 
I would say you got to think at some point in time, just with the talent that's on the roster, that the, the Vikings are going to be able to put something together, right? At some point, get lucky and put a string together. I mean, just the guys they've got on that football team, it's just amazing to me when you when you look at the Dalvin Cooks, the Justin Jeffersons, that defense, that, that they just, they're just mediocre. It's just, you, I don't know, just gold. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're much of a sleeper, but I, th- I feel like San Fran, this is their year uh, that they're going to be there. Really? And, yeah, they're, they're a good football team no matter they, – they're very similar to the Patriots, and they don't always look flashy and great and everything, but they win. Uh, I don't think their division's that tough. Um, if the I was going to go like, a, a little deeper and maybe like take a flyer, the Eagles. I think the mm. Eagles have potential to ruffle some feathers and surprise people. I don't, I don't believe in Jalen Hurts, and I'm not ready to believe in, in Trey Lance. Is that just me? That's I fair. think Trey Lance is protected, um, and I think you saw that they, you know, they could do it last year with Jimmy G. So I think you can protect him. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts is he's he's more than enough to explode. And if you look at what they're going to play against, you know, and the Cowboys who can never keep it together, the Giants they can't get out of their own way. The division's like essentially there for them to just take, and they're going to have a shot to go into the playoffs. And I think that's why they could cause some ruckus. Yeah, the, the, I mean, the Giants are going to lay down, right? The the, the Cowboys are going to beat themselves. There's just nobody on that that offensive that offensive team. I mean, who, who's on I mean, the Eagles? AJ Brown. I mean, Jalen Hurts was running like a madman last year. I mean, I think that you're going to be surprised a little bit in what they do, especially for well, you got to remember a lot of these teams too. Of like where they finished last year dictates who they play this year. So some of these sure. teams are going to get walkthroughs essentially compared to what you know some of these other teams are going to have to do to get there. Potentially, potentially, you're, you're not wrong. I don't know if we're going to have good connection, but my man Steve from Buff Hub has decided to join the show. Can you hear me, Steve? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you guys see me? Can you hear me? Now yes. I can see you. Yeah, Steve was good, dude. Thank you for your What's service, going my on, friend. Guys? Hey, you won't believe it, but I, exactly who's on my board is exactly how I drew it up, and um, it worked out. <laughs> my twos and threes are kind of landing. Although I had a, a little bit of frustration getting the connection rolling and all that earlier. It worked out. Keenan Allen, Joe Mixon, I can't complain, man. Hey, uh, your team actually here. I'll pull it up, man. You, I think you yeah. have a pretty – you I'm got a, a pretty good roster overall, man. You got Trey Lance, C.D. Lamb, Keenan Allen, Joe Mixon, Ezekiel Elliott, Schultz as a tight end, D.K. Metcalf as your, as your flex. You got Elijah Moore on the bench, Tyler Lockett, Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you're looking pretty good. San Francisco with the defense, good defense. I'm chilling, man. I'm feeling good about it. I'm feeling good about it. How are you guys doing so far? I mean, you're going to still take that L, so I'm doing good. <laughs> it's a long, it's a long season, man. Don't hey, it don't is. make enemies early. I might I might just trade. I might just trade when you least expect it. Hey, it's all good, man. I I, I, I we can make up later, but but when it's wartime, it's wartime. <laughs> Yes, sir. But, yeah, yes, what's going on with you, man? I, I feel like we haven't seen, you know, personally, we haven't talked to each other in a while. I, I don't know what's going on with you. What's going on with you? What's new? Man, every day is feeling like a, another different day of who knows what's happening in the military. A lot of stuff is happening. So, um, you know, when you start, when you go up higher in ranks, things just become um, so different on so many levels. So I've been very busy uh, as far as, uh, my job goes and running the podcast has been, it's been pretty cool. It's like my, my, my breath of fresh air, but I feel like I've kind of been a little bit of a hermit. I haven't really invited people on just because my schedule has been crazy, but things are looking up now, uh, you know, and it's looking, it's looking pretty cool. We're picking up different deployments and 
Um, it's, it's been interesting, to say the least. Well, man, yeah. first of all, you know, obviously, always, it's a thank you for your service, and, and we appreciate you, man. And but, but, hey, man, we love that you're still able to do everything and, and still represent Buffalo Rumblings and Buffalo in general. Man, keep keep doing it, man. And I'm sorry I got to beat you in fantasy, but but keep protecting this country. Keep protecting this country. You're going to win that war. Whatever war you over here, whatever you're doing, you're going to lose this one, though. <laughs> hey, hey just, just remember, man, hey, don't burn a bridge when you need that trade for Joe Mixon or somebody, man. It's too late now. Now I'm coming for you. I'm coming for the throne. Hey, come for the throne, man. Come for the throne. Hey, Fina, are you liking how your team is is, uh, is rotting out here? No. I have zero confidence in myself. I have no idea. I, I hate this stuff. He did but I love you guys. Like all the same bye weeks. Everybody, I picked everybody with bye week nine. Nice. Championship. Like yeah. it. Hey, that's only one loss then, right? One, one potential <laughs> loss. That's it. Yeah. So I, this is why I just I, – I get so frustrated by this. Like the one year I picked my team, I got hammered, killed, and never played for years. And then I got sucked into it last year, and I was, I was coaching football. So I just said, auto-draft me, and I end up winning the playoffs, you know. So I was like, what difference does it make? I have no idea what the hell is going to happen. I mean, it's fun to try and get guys you like, but then every time I was like, no, I need to pick this position, but I want that guy. I want to get at least one Buffalo Bill, and the only one I got was Tyler Bass. So I I guess I'm all right. I don't know. (laughs) Hey, Bass scores points. He's even good to have. Bro, I'm just terrible at this. I mean, it's it's nice to be on here and here you guys are so much smarter than I am about players and teams and and that's okay. So. You could have stopped it. You guys are so much smarter than I am. Period. Right there. You just ended it. No, no. I had to qualify it, Joe. I had to qualify I a, it. I need a backup quarterback and there's nobody here worth taking. Who has four quarterbacks on their roster? Because there's no quarterbacks left. Like what the heck? They're all worth taking. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? Oh, I mean, you got Mac Jones. You got yeah, Mac Jones, number eight. Matt Ryan, the top one hundred. Matt Patricia is a great play caller, so your offense is stacked. (laughs) Matt Ryan is the same bye week as my current quarterback. That's not going to work. I had Matt Ryan in Dynasty in one of my leagues, right? And right after he played the Bills in the first playoff or the first preseason game, I was like, he's over. It's over. He looks slow to me. I thought he was going to do that. He looks pretty slow to me. How many running backs do you guys take? I have no idea how to do this. I I mean, I guess I need three. Don't I need three running backs? Or is that the flex position? Basically three running backs, three wide receivers, two tight ends, two quarterbacks. (laughs) This is nauseatingly annoying. This is just comical to hear Fina yeah. talk like this. Yeah. He sounds right. like somebody's uncle that just learned how to pick up a phone and use the iPhone <laughs> or something. I feel like John could he could perfectly put together a good football team. Oh, for sure. Crazy. He's sitting here yeah, like, I, yeah. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but he knows. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. And I, I, I didn't. That's why I auto-drafted, and then I won 250 bucks. I'm like, what the hell? I give up. I give up before I even started. So my third running back, though, is my flex. Should I not have drafted a running back at the flex position? Should it have been a receiver? No, no, it's, it's fine. It would have it's automatically done that for you. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think that's pretty good. Blood. Yo, Steve, where are you stationed out of? Oh, I'm stationed out of uh, a place I can't really disclose out in Nevada. But uh, it's uh, okay. it's it's a journey out here, man. It's 
every day I drive out here, it's literally an hour drive and um, it's hot or it's absolutely brutally cold. And um, yeah, I mean, the mission out here is pretty cool. We do uh, we do a lot of support for troops on the ground. Um, yeah, to say the least, I worked I work on drones, the MQ-9 drone. So it's pretty much the drone that uh, pretty much wiped out all of ISIS is um, wow. what I'm part of the mission that supports that. So it's been a it's been a journey, man. It's been four years now. And um, I've met a ton of Bills fans out here, though. So I live out here in Vegas. So I'm out here in the desert. But uh, it's it's fun out here, man. It's, it's a different vibe. I'm used to Florida. I'm used to the moisture. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I know. Uh, wait, Spence, are you from Arizona? Well, I'm from Buffalo, but I live in Arizona now. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how, how have you adjusted to the climate going from like just absolute uh, moisture that to first, like literally little nothing? That first year was brutal for me. Like the, the first year, man, I, I, I couldn't I couldn't do anything. But now I love it. Like there's no way I can see myself moving back to any climate that's cold and wet like that. I just can't do it. Yeah, well, I got to tell you, it was a reverse for me. I lived out here in Tucson my whole life, and then I went got drafted by the Bills, and I was like, man, I, I like this weather. I just don't want it to last as long as it did. <laughs> but I love the change. So, uh, you know, there's a there's a couple of Bills backers clubs in Vegas. Um, I can't think of the names of them. There's one that's it's off the strip. Vegas it's in kind of a – yeah, I haven't been to that one for a game. Um, the guy that runs Naked Pizza, he's a pretty cool dude. You go check it out. I mean, I would tour all three. Have you, were you there last year, or is this your first year there? No, um, I've been here for better more for about three and a half to four years now. But um, I went to Moondockies. That's where I went, and it was absolutely live, man. It was probably the best pizza I've had since I, I've been out here. Um, they, they were straight from Buffalo. They opened up their business out here. Um, it's it's a good time. It's packed all the time. It's a small little dive bar. And um, I, I tell everyone, even if you're not a Bills fan, to go check it out for games and stuff like that. It's such a good time. Super so that's the there. one I think I went to. There's like a, there's a fentanyl shop right to the right as you're facing it from the street. And then there's like hookers across the street. Is that the one, Moondoggies? <laughs> Because I, I, yeah, I went to one of the right. clubs and I was like, I was like, whoa, this looks pretty dicey. It, it, it is that the one the dump? you walk, you walk in and the bar is on the right? You walk in and the bar is on the right? Yeah. Okay. Fina, the fact that you know yeah, that is, is, is dicey. Yeah, the, yeah. Fina, Fina walks in the bar. Fina walks in the bar. Is like, where's the where's the fentanyl and the hookers? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I got fifty on it. <laughs> hey, don't don't say it like there's something wrong with it. Hey, no judgment. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. I made my last pick. All right, and... listen. I know Buff Hub. You got to get out of here, man. Listen. Thank you for taking the time. I know it's difficult with the connections and everything. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for your service. Keep doing what you do. Anytime I come to Vegas, I'm gonna look you up. I'm gonna see, or in Nevada, if I'm up there, I'm gonna see if you're close enough and you're free to to connect. But hey, take care, man. I got to try to get you on a show in the season. Get, get something going, man. You got anything you want to say before you get out of here? Oh, uh, no, I love all you guys. I'm excited for this draft. I like that our community has gotten stronger and stronger as a network. And um, I appreciate you guys for all you do. 
love all the love you shed uh, to the fans, and um, it's inspiring to see how Buffalo as a community has gone through so much, and we've been able as a network to be able to be, I guess, an outlet of positivity and support for so many people right now that are Bills fans that are affected, um, especially you, Spence. You, know, you definitely have been outspoken, and thank you for doing that. You know, a lot of people aren't very brave, and you're one of the few. So, uh, you know, keep shining that light and everyone else, obviously, as well. And uh, thank you guys so much for having me on. Yes, sir, man. Thank you. Thank you for the compliment. We'll see you, man. You be safe. Take care. Be safe out there. Hey, fellas, I'm going to jump. I got to go pick up the Italian. And uh, thanks for hosting and, and running the whole show. Send your money to me at the end of the season. Love you guys. Wow. Love you, Fina. Thank you, yeah. man. <laughs> Coat, you got anything you want to say before you get on out of here, boss? No, man. Just uh, super stoked that we're doing this stuff. You know, uh, the, having the pick'em contest and all that kind of stuff as a group. I think it's just, uh, you know, that's part of it. Is just really uh, when I came over. You know, that's what brought me here. Was you know, I knew you guys and just being part of the family with you guys and you know, just growing, growing and having fun as we do this. So appreciate everybody. Uh, make sure you come hang out on Thursday nights. I get lonely. <laughs> no i'm just kidding it, it's not lonely but there's knowledge over there come and get it people come and Mad get knowledge. it Mad all right knowledge. thanks all guys right. love you yes sir love you too man sterles you got anything for us before you get out of here well uh you know i'm happy to be a part of the team i'm gonna go look for some hookers and some blow real quick <laughs> <laughs> and then just make sure y'all give me the i show me all the money all, all the, the dollars <laughs> I just can't with you sometimes. Like, I never know what you're going to say. So, I actually, I do sometimes get worried when it's like, Sterles, you got anything to say? I just hold my breath. Like, it's like a Isaiah McKenzie punt return. I just hold my breath every time. <laughs> Joe, you got anything for us, man? Vacation, nope, Joe. Just, just over here seeing the best in everybody. That's all I can tell you. Mm. So. <laughs> Hey, well, listen, everybody, I'm going to this was a fun time. Um, we wanted to do it a little different last minute. I couldn't quite figure out how to get the draft to 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 be shared without showing my picks. <laughs> so I didn't <laughs> want to do it. Um, but what I'm going to do is as soon as it normally takes like 15 minutes or so, I might wait till the morning. But I'm going to post everybody's um, you know how Yahoo sends out like a report card. So we're going to do the report card so you can see everybody's teams. You're going to see how everybody did. And then, uh, hey, talk to us in the in the chat that we kind of put on Twitter. Come on and talk to us. Let's get some engagement going and have some fun with it. We love you guys. We're going to get on out of here. The next time, the next time you hear from Joe Miller, it is going to be his show that's like the first one before the season starts. The next time you hear from the Hump Day Hotline, it's the night before the game. Did you hear what I said? The next time you watch the Hump Day Hotline, it is the night before the game. The Crazy. next time you hear from Sterles, are you doing your pregame like you're supposed to do? Like, oh, Sunday. But so not Thursday. So you're doing thir Sunday this week, but not next Thursday. Right, right, right. So I'll do okay. Sunday for the game. And then hopefully, I think Joe and I talked, I'm going to be on with Joe, right? Is that is that correct, Joe? I'm going to be on with you. For Hump Day? For Hump Day. For Hump Day, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be in L.A., so I won't be able to make it for Hump Day. I'm going to try to jump in and kind of, you know, whatever's happening. I'm going to try. But get excited. Get excited. The season is here. Like, like we got one more weekend, and then it's what real football. Colt, what's, Colt doing, what's, what's Colt doing on Thursday night? Oh, I don't know. I'm Are just, you being preempted uh, by a football I, game? 
I think it's called uh, the Buffalo Nerd Sports Podcast. It airs live uh, 5 p.m. Uh, West Coast, 8 Eastern. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, tomorrow I'll be on. And then uh, I'll probably uh, – I'm flirting with it because, obviously, I'm going to have kickoff day, right? You know, Thursday we'll be kicking off together, hopefully. Question. So come hang out. Um, I'm going to – I might – trickle it up a little bit before five just so people are out before the actual kickoff or we might kick off at the normal time and just uh, watch the first 10 minutes of the game together because uh, we do normally do about a half hour there so yeah we'll be live uh, for kickoff so make sure you guys are there ready to hang out and uh, chat all right well joe why don't you send us home from myrtle beach uh ladies and gentlemen you have been tuned into the hump day hotline on the buffalo rumblings vidcast network presented by picasso's pizza Make sure you order Buffalo's best pizza. We are pizza. Did, I don't know. Did you hit that at the top did of the I show? I missed the whole. I don't, I don't even did, know. Did I do fine. that? I'm doing it now. So we, we all getting paid. <laughs> we, we're getting paid because I'm doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> net For myself, for Jay Spence the King, for Colt, for Sterles, for all the Buffalo rumblings. We love you guys. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. Colt, go Bills, man. Go Bills, baby. Yeah, what's up? All day, every...